What the fuck is up, everybody? Welcome to the fuckery with Leslie Jones and Lenny Marcus. I'm Lenny Marcus, and I'm Lenny Marcus. No, you are Leslie Jones. That's it. I knew it was one out of two. And this is the podcast where the mission is to keep it a hundred at all times. We talk about the fuckery going on in the world and in our lives, all while having a whole lot of fun doing it. Today is part two of our conversation with sports and cultural icon Mike Tyson. If you love part one, you're really going to love part two. We talk about Mike Tyson's infamous 1995 with Buster Douglas and what he learned from that upsetting loss. We also got personal with Mike sharing us how he instills confidence in his own kids today. Plus, find out what Mike wants to pursue in his next life with such an illustrious career. Also, Leslie, we're going on tour. Come check us out in a city near you. Leslie, what's your favorite thing about going on the road? Well... I always like the different audiences and then I just and the different food in the town. So like both of them. That's true. Yeah. I always Ooh. like to see like, do y'all have steak? Do y'all have, you know, what y'all got? I like that type <laughs> of And then the different That's type of audiences, like because when you go outside of New York or L.A., the audiences are so fun and they're ready to laugh. So, yeah. <laughs> Leslie, dicks and food are both what y'all got. That's right. That's true. And I do I do check out the dick meters and wherever I go, especially if it's somewhere new, go. I'll be like, ha, ah, how's the dick out here? Yep. Test yep. the weather. Mm-hmm. Test the Yep. Dick. That's yeah. Can't wait to see you guys. Get your tickets now. All right. We're going to take a quick break. And when we return, part two of our conversation with the one and only Mike Tyson. Stick around. Let me ask you something else. This has always driven me crazy. Who the fuck wants to be your sparring partner back then? I mean, who did hey, you listen. find? How did you? There's not yeah, enough money, who, is there? Who? who? Um, the contenders and, and the top ten contenders. They, they would, would come and spar with, with you? you. Well, we paid them more than anybody ever. Paid yeah, because I mean, goddamn. I mean, was you more. going through your sparring people like you would go through the box, like knocking them out? Yeah, they can get ten, twelve thousand a week. Holy fuck. No, I'm just like, hey, I just need one, just one session, just one session, just one session, sir. Listen, and then, this, uh, this is the game. Lenny, Lenny, yeah. Yeah. let me explain the psychological game of boxing, sure. right? I would love it. I got sparring partners, right? Yep, crying. In the, in the gym. <laughs> yep. In the, no, no, in the gym. Yep. That's him kicking my ass, beating my ass in the gym. Hmm. Okay. But you get him in the fighting arena. Some light, some popcorn. He won't throw a punch. Wow! So and because it's just like him, yeah. like like we meet people that are so hilarious. Yeah, and you put them on the stage, the motherfuckers would just freeze Let's up. Just eat some popcorn, some light, some audience. They wow, <laughs> die. And they Same thing. they it's never a got human over effect. Wow, it's a human so, effect, dude, dude, that is. crazy. I didn't think it was happening. I'm fight. so mad I have to fight him like you fight me in the gym. Come right, on. right, <laughs> right, but, right. But you're right. gonna get killed. You would think in one sport that wouldn't happen would be boxing because it's like fight or flight. You know, you're about to get killed if you don't throw back. You know. Well, listen. Um, the the um, the fact that they're in front of all those people freezes. I don't understand. Jeez. It makes them freeze. It makes me fight more, but it makes people freeze. Yeah, like, see, that's how I am. If I see a big crowd, I get more hype. Uh, that's our yeah. ego. I get hyped. Yeah. I get hyped like a motherfucker, but some people be like... Listen, they always talk about egos, bad, egoing, nothing, egos, enemy. 
they got somebody teaching the ego in Japan because these and people have such low say, self-esteem like exactly. that. They're teaching people the ego in Japan. Exactly. Because people don't follow understand. follow your ego. If you can, you can, ego is the ego's like, not bad to me no more. It's just like a talent. It can yeah. go bad or good. Ego is the same way. You can go bad or good. Ego is good when you're using it in the forces of yeah. good. Yes, that's, yeah. that's hard to do, though. It's very hard that to do. That ego say, hey, I got you this far. Exactly. Now you're going to listen to these people tell exactly. you to kick the ego away after I got exactly. you this far. Exactly. It, it talks to you. You know that? The ego yeah. said the same thing to me. Yeah. Oh, now you don't want me no more after these people will tell you to fuck the ego after I got you back to your championship, right? Uh, that's what it says to me. I got you back to your champion. You going to believe these motherfuckers now, Mike? Oh, wow. And I say, you're right. But it's bullshit because he's doing it for his own best belief, but he's right. Damn. He's right. What happened? Mike Heavy. Yeah, Mike Heavy. I got a couple more heavy questions, but now that you led me to this one, what happened with Buster Douglas that he just got you at the right time? Or did he just have this confidence spurt in one day and then he reverted after you? He reverted back to this little wallflower. What happened to that? What mentality um, happened to that guy? I'm just going to keep it real. Um, He fought the best fight of his life. Mm. He had fought the best fight of his life. Yep. But. You caught him. You can only do that one time. You can only do that one yeah. time. I could yeah. do that 25. I could yeah. do that right. 50 times. Exactly. It happens. Right? Yeah. You look, you can only win the Oscar once. I could win it 10 times. Right. That's right. You know, that was just his day. That's his day. That was just his day. His he life. had one great fight. I had 50 great fights. And you still and caught him. It's yeah. very possible he could have lost that one, too. Yeah, they got, they got me a little bit, but I, I know how to take losses. But, that, but look, that's the difference between a champion and a faker. 100%. Yeah, right? that's what I yeah, think you he said. He came in the best shape of his life when he yep. fought me. His next shape, the next fight, he was like 50 pounds overweight. Yep. Yeah, Terrible. and it's just like, why do that? He, listened, he couldn't live up to, to fame. it. To ego. Yeah. Then yeah. I used to fame. Listen to the ego. Yeah. And he came back. He couldn't even handle being champion. It was too much for us. Too overpowering for him. And you know what? That's Oh, my God, Mike. That is so... Because... Uh, when I see TikTokers, when mm-hmm. TikTokers be hit, it's like, so how do you, like, you don't, you're not famous. You're just TikTok famous. This shit ain't real. You know what I'm saying? Well, you know, I'm going to have to take a break because I'm just mentally sit, sit. You couldn't handle like a shoot. But listen, <clears throat> that behavior gives doctors a job. He got mental illness. Mm. He got a rare effect of an illness that's so sophisticated. We don't have a name for it right here, mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. And, I need, I need, I need, I'm going to write you a check for that because you have that and I can fix it for you. Mm. Mm. There it is. Let me ask you something else. And you won't go to jail for killing your mother either because I'm going to tell them (laughs) how abused you were for so many years Mm. and you can never get it back together. And your mother was just nagging you and nagging Mm -hmm. and she beat you and she put hot iron on you before, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, she did. Yes, she Mm -hmm. did. I'm going to get you out. You can kill your grandmother now. (laughs) (laughs) Let me ask you something, Mike. Obviously, you've been through a lot of therapy. At this point, and Leslie's always oh, talking man, about. To, no, no, I've been to psych wards. You ever been there, <laughs> No, oh, but I always said yes. I wanted Les, to go, but Les, I'm Les, so like Les. sanitary. I, know, I would lose my shit because oh, I don't Les. like nasty stuff. I don't when like they, they come around. They come. They come with the glass, the water, and the fucking pills. <laughs> and you be like, you just be high all day. Oh, nigga, you can't move. It, so you can see if they just can't move. Fuck. <laughs> nah, but see, I believe. Thorzine, they hit me with Thorzine now, but now they got the Prozac and that other stuff. But they did. What does that shit feel like, Prozac? <laughs> even no, I don't remember. See, that shit have remember. you fucking out there. They, oh man, I wasn't. Oh lord. But I, do, but you do believe in therapy for men, though. 
Absolutely. I believe in therapy for everybody. Everybody mm-hmm. have issues. Everybody kill people. Everybody rob from people. Everybody mm-hmm. love people. Everybody hate people. But what kind of perspective can we put it in? Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. We're gonna we have all those characteristics. How do we work it out where they're not offensive anymore? But okay, but see, this is what I always tell like women, we'll go to what will you say to men to that's the same thing I asked Charlemagne is what would you say to men to to encourage them to go to therapy? Well, listen, um, either you want to be happy or you want to be right with mm. your family. You make that decision, and if you make the right decision, you're going to see that therapy, therapist. Mm-hmm. 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 We know we need to go see somebody. I, need, I know I need to have people, um, what do you call, like supporters, you know? I need those people in my life, you know, people from anti-drugs, anti-sex acts, all that stuff. I need them in my life. Without them in my life, I'm dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I realized that. I didn't know that before, but now I understand that. Mike. You have to get your tribe. Let me ask you this. If yes, Customato lives another 10 years, right? What? How is your life different? I've been champion longer. I'd have probably been married earlier. Hmm. He believed in all that stuff, married young, having families and all that stuff. He didn't believe in running around and all that stuff. Really? That's you, old school, though. You, you, you make money, you have a job, you get a family, and you live happily ever after. Do you think you would have been happier? I don't know what I would have been back then. Probably not, but um, I was willing to give up my happiness to accomplish my goals. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, all right, I have one more deep question for you. So um, you've talked before. I've, I've watched a lot of tape. Through boxing, you found a purpose and a confidence and this ego. How do you install these things in your kids? Or is there a confidence like my daddy's Mike Tyson um, you know what I mean? Like they, you've been through hell and they realize you've told them all the stories and they don't want to, you know, live through that hell. How do you instill the confidence in them that you didn't have? I let them fail. Mm. I let them fail. Leslie talks about this mm, all the time. All the time. Yeah. I let them fail. They don't like failing. And we discuss failing. Interesting. You know? And we discuss that failing is just the antidote for um, success. What do I say all the time? You will not recognize success until you fail. Correct. Oh, listen, you, you can't listen. You can't be. Um, that's interesting. That you can't be. You can't have knowledge without first being the fool. Mm-hmm. You know, have to be a fool. If you're looking for knowledge, you have to be a fool first. Mm-hmm. If you're afraid to be a fool, you're never going to receive any knowledge. It's fucking you gotta true. Be, you gotta be afraid to be. You can't be afraid to be embarrassed. Can't be afraid to be humiliated. Are you? No. Do you think that, like Leslie and I think that possibly these kids today they don't they don't get that instilled in them. They're not. They won't let them fail, or they don't accept it. Like it's okay, you know. Like you know, they're, they're too. They don't fall they hard the crowd, enough. But they get yeah. participation it's so awards. easy for them to kill themselves too. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. hurt themselves. No, just, true. Just to get a day, a night out, or just to go to a club, or can't go to um, the Baker's Union or something. Just can't. Can't handle discipline. Mm. Well, can't handle rejection is 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 the thing that I find is that like you know you learn rejection first in your house. You know what I'm saying? You learn. I mean, like my, you learn no in your house first. Well, listen, we live a. I got my ass kicked a lot. 
If I ever talk back to my mother, beat my ass, and a boyfriend to beat my ass, I was in check. As a kid, I was in check. That's why um I ran in the streets. I was in the streets young, like 11 years old. I just ran away. The cops would catch me, bring me back home. My mother would beat my ass right in front of the cops. She'd beat my ass. And they would do it on purpose. They would not lock me up. They'd bring me to my mother. Well, that's, you know, back in the day, you used to be scared, more scared of your parents than Hell police. Yeah. I would be like, call the fucking police. <laughs> exactly. That's why I was locked up do most of the time. Do not call my fucking dad. <laughs> that's why I was locked up. Like, I don't want to go home. Man, do not call my daddy, There's man. There's no food home. You go man, to the institution, dude, they got food, they got cookies and well, milk. Nah, well, nah, we were good on that, but, like, the gangsters were scared of my dad. Dad. My dad was a sharpshooter, and I just remember this gangster. He came out, they was having this party and shit, and there was this gangster pissing in his bush, and he wouldn't got his fucking gun. And he was like, I'm gonna hit at least five of you motherfuckers before y'all even get up here. So, like, it was just like. Why, where your father from? The country somewhere? Yeah, my dad's from Listen, Arkansas. My father's from North Carolina, mm-hmm. right? And he was telling me this story. He's in the bar, and he's talking to this girl, and some guy came in and punched him off the bar and hit him. This nigga goes all the way back to North Carolina <laughs> to get his gun. You know how what? easy to get the gun in Brooklyn, New York? He goes to North Carolina on a bus and come back with his rifle to shoot this nigga. He found the guy. The guy's back in the restaurant that he smacked him in, and he shot him. I guess what? Like David, he's like, there. I just need yeah. this rifle. I need this Damn. rifle. Why do you have to shoot him with that rifle? Because the rifle that he hunts rabbits with. He hunts rabbits with this because rifle. That's the rifle he needed to do his business with, damn it. Oh, right. No, you understand what I'm saying, man. Why? You yeah. in Brooklyn, you can get a, a gun around the oh, corner. God, that's some funny shit. That's some country shit right there. You know, some country ass people. That's some country shit. Country people. My family's from country. Yeah, my dad too. My dad did not play that shit. That's why I was just like, this is what I always tell people. I feel like their generation went through it. Their generation before that went through it. You know, as far as getting raised and discipline and stuff. And I really feel like what happened was our parents was like, okay, I'm gonna discipline my kids because this is what I was disciplined. You know, and then, no, and then we were like, and then we were like, oh, that's not cool. I'm not going to discipline my kid like that. And then it just washed out and it just got thinner See, and earlier, thinner. Like when we were younger, they beat our ass because they didn't want nobody else to beat our ass. True mm. that. And that's how it started in slavery. They beat the ass. You know what? That's, that's kind of that's kind of true because my yeah. mom would be like, like you're not gonna act this way in front of other people. So oh, let me make sure. My mom just my <laughs> man. They, I, that's and see, and when I be telling him about shit like about, he be like, wow. So your parents beat? No, they didn't beat me. They whooped my ass. Like there's a difference between. Being God, beat. listen. God forbid if I went like this. <laughs> well, I always went like that. No, you know what I always do. Fighting back. You know what I always fighting back, Lynn. You know I'm not fighting back. You know what I did one time? I grabbed a belt once. I grabbed the belt once, and no. it was like trying Black to people, tug a war nah, with my mom, and my mom was like, "Oh, okay, you, fight back? you can have that belt." And she dropped, <laughs> she dropped the belt and started fucking me up. She was like, "I don't need no fucking belt to fuck you up." Like, don't yo, grab the weapon. Don't grab the goddamn take that, belt. Take that lick. Take don't that grab lick that and fuck, fucking keep and it don't moving. Don't put your hands up. Let them hit you in the head with it all over. Man, you put your hands up. Oh, man, fuck. we used to get like that's why I was just like. I don't, I don't, I don't know if I believe in hardcore whipping I couldn't like beat that. My kids like that. I don't I think that they could. Kids these kids like could never take that. They would go straight to school and tell everybody. Oh, my mom is fucking beating the shit. We would be locked the fuck up. So it's, but it, it, what I would say about that is that a bitch no boundaries, a bitch no <laughs> right from wrong, a bitch has morals. <laughs> You're listen. Right. 
Right now, somebody's screaming in their ass to be by the fan. Somebody outside hear that scream go tell the cop. That, they just be laughing at my ass downstairs. What? Those oh guys my just God. be laughing. Yes. They hear me, hear me through the Are you kidding? They laughing yes. at my ass. Because you know you needed that ass whooping. In, right, today, they would call the cops. Right? They yeah. were all laughing downstairs, the Man, grown you people. Didn't, well, first of all, you didn't call the cops back then on oh, your parents, shit. or you was going to really. They do that now. now oh, my God. Shit. Cop City, my, my, I remember my mom used to be like, please call them. I'm going to wait for them outside. Smoking my but cigarette, cop, but, cops but don't first come I'm gonna back fuck then. you up. I'm gonna fuck you up first, cause you know they gotta get here and they gotta get into the house, and that means they gotta come through me. So I'm gonna fuck you up now. So you go ahead and call them so I can have my cigarette. And that was the oh coldest my shit. My mom mm. used to be cold blooded with that shit. I would oh think, my God. Mike, yeah. disciplining your kids, you just say, "Here's the watch this tape of me with Marvis <laughs> Frazier." <laughs> listen, man, listen. <laughs> Listen, if you hear what my kids call me, man. Really? Yeah. That it's uh, it's always uh, like that though, isn't it, Mike? Mike, anybody anybody else kid will listen to me but mine. Oh my God, yeah. Mike, but isn't it my just kid, always like that though? Sometimes talking to my kid and I guess it. He's twelve years old, he says, You're illiterate, Dad. What the hell? What is that? <laughs> <laughs> He's twelve years old, he said, You're illiterate, Dad. Oh he my said that. My daughter said, Dad, say this word, sophisticated. Say it again, Dad. Start with an F. Oh, my God. It, it, goes, it goes, suh, not fuck, Dad. It's not fuck sophisticated. Yo, and you like, motherfucker, I'm a fucking, do you know I used to, yeah, motherfuckers, I'm no, 30 seconds. No, let me. My hands speak very, uh, multiple I languages. Him, I said, I'm not, I don't know how to spell that because I made sure. You know how to spell it for nobody to tease you like you're teasing me. That's right. Exactly. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I said, yeah, I send you to these white schools and you come back here to dictate to me. <laughs> oh my I'm god. I'm illiterate. <laughs> oh my god. And look, and it's so funny because if you Ooh. took him to school, everybody and their mama would be running towards you right. and they'd be like That happened. I took my son to see if he liked um the the greens and everything, the campus. Yeah, you know, around sixty kids just started running. Oh I said, yeah. "You don't want to go here." He said, "Yes, I do." Yeah, exactly. But today he says he wants to leave school and do something else. Stay home in school now. Oh, he wanted to leave this month. I said, "No, you got to finish the whole uh, yeah, season." Yeah, you got to finish. Now. Yeah, you got to finish what you started. Yeah. Oh my God! Any more questions? Yeah, I got. I got a couple I, more. I, I, I just, oh my God! I got a couple more. It's so raising fun. kids. They ain't raising kids some shit, man. Mm-hmm. Well, looking back, Mike, what's Ooh. the one thing? You wish you would have not. You have kids, but what's the one thing you wish you would have told your younger self back then? Like, if you had one piece of advice, you could have gone back to that kid and told him. Leslie always goes, "I would tell him I'm gonna be Leslie Jones. It's gonna be. It's gonna go way better. Mm-hmm. You're gonna be fine. You're gonna be That's fine." That's what I said too. But the real thing is that, um, like you said, um, if I lose everything I had today, I can get it again. Mm-hmm. And then if I lose it again, I can get it again. I from a person I, I respected, a mentor of mine, he said, if you don't have nothing in your life worth, worth losing all this shit for, you, you your life is um, a waste. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amazing. That's real talk. Absolutely. Did anybody ever come to you as a boxing consultant? Like, do you get to watch, t- do people go, hey, I'm trying to fight this guy. I the same thing. Yeah, do they go, I you have such knowledge he, of the game. He won't do it. He won't do it. And I told him, I was like, you need to be a boxing coach or something. Or just as like, a, I would bring you and you go, know, could me, you just. Let me explain But that. it's just like Michael Jordan. I'm, 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 no, I'm going to say something to you. Yeah. You know what people that can't fight do? Teach people to fight. Mm. You know what people that can't do well on stage with comedians? 
they write for comedians that do well on stage. Mm-hmm. Or teach classes. Don't yeah. be that mean about me. I see what you're saying. You know, you know <laughs> I know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm I know what you're talking about. I know what you're saying. I know what Great. you're saying. No, you don't see too many number one top fighters yeah. in their training somebody. Yeah. They don't know if this kid can go through what they went to. Yeah. And, and he said that, too. He said that before. He was like, I wouldn't want to take... I wouldn't want to take the person through training because he said, I know what it takes to win and no one could go through that now. No, you have to be willing, like I said, to give up your happiness to succeed. No, but mm-hmm. I mean like a strat. like, okay, I'm fighting for the heavyweight title and I want every advantage I can get. I call up Mike Tyson and go, hey, do you see anything in this guy? You're like, yeah. I would, you- give, him my, I would give him my opinion. <laughs> yeah. I would never say, this guy's going to fucking kill you. <laughs> I would say the possibility could, you know, you do this well, if you try this, I think you might be successful. There you go. I never use anything negative. So you've have done that. Yeah. Okay. okay. Interesting. Okay. All right. That's cool. What do you think of MMA? Oh, what do you think of that when you watch pretty, MMA? What do you I think? I think that's pr- I think that's pretty exciting. Yeah. You like it? I love it. Really? Yeah. Is it like street fighting? I always uh-uh, I, I can listen, never watch it because when they kick each other, fight, I'll be like, street Ooh. fights don't last long. You break your hand, you get your nose broke, you hit your head on the floor, on the ground, you might die. This is sophisticated yeah, fighting. Is it killing boxing? The only reason, because fighters make so much more money than UFC guys, a halfway decent contender will make more money than a UFC champion. Mm. You know, um, it's just um, what it is. I think it makes more money than boxing in a whole. You know, I think I think um, because they they fight more often than fighters fight. Mm-hmm. If you see, for instance, if you see a guy have a bad fight in boxing, they use them for some other guys. Even if they use them for um, for a name to make for to have other young fighters grow, to be easy um, fight. If you see a bad fight in the UFC, you won't see those guys ever again. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. everything! Everything is going to be entertaining here. Oh, okay, so is that like opposed to wrestling? Like wrestling is um, fake. It's a gimmick. I won't call it fake because everybody every, every night somebody gets hurt bad. Yeah. So I won't call it fake. You know, they're not mad at each other fighting, but they break the fingers every night. Everything they, they get hurt every night. Hmm. Wrestlers, I've been there. I've been, I've been on WWE. They get hurt every night. Wow. I don't care how big, strong, under the giant, they get hurt every night. No shit. Did do you look See? at what when you um look at athletes, is there what are the athletes that you look up to? Is it the boxers? Is it the football player? Like do you see an athlete and go, That guy's I'm impressed? Like Tom Brady? What like, well, who impresses um, you? You look at athletes because you look how they overcome their adversities. Mm. You know, I big deal this guy won a hundred fights and all this stuff. Even though he won them all, the one that was the most difficult and how he overcame that. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why that's the guys that I respect because <clears throat> I believe desire and willpower is something that you can't measure on a statistic scale. Like he's 23, he's 24, he's, he got a big neck, he has a small neck, his hand is 15. You can't measure nobody's desire, desire and will to win and mm-hmm. perseverance. You can't measure. How do you measure? How do you feel it? How does it weigh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's the difference between some. I guess that's for entertainment, the statistics scales, tell everybody. But that means absolutely nothing. <laughs> when when two people are in the ring, and I don't care how great this guy is, how bad anything can happen. Mm-hmm. Anything can happen. Nothing. Yeah, anything can happen. Hmm. 
Amazing. Oh, I love well, that. I know what can happen if I get in the ring. I'm going to get knocked the fuck out. <laughs> well, no, why? Because that's what you said. That's what you said. You put it out there. You want to sit there? I'm just going to be in the corner. Well, I think it was John. Who was it? I, I would be the fainting one. Who was <laughs> it? Was it? I'm and not getting with I'm Mike. That's not what I meant. <laughs> Whatever you say about yourself is true. If you think you're no good motherfucker, that's true. If you think you're the best person in the world, that's true. Mm. Whatever you say, say about yourself. That's so true, too. That's and then true. we say that because we we try not to be braggers. Like, we try not to be, like, oh, like, humble and shit. But that's, that's like, saying something. Like, if you're saying this about yourself, like, then... That's who you are. That's who you are, yeah. Interesting. If you're going like to be the that. funniest woman on, on your podcast thing, that's who you are. Well, even I am, they, God Even God. if they don't think you are, that's who you are. Motherfucker, I am. I don't know what the motherfucker's talking about. Because this know. is what I know. You well, keep saying that. To... You keep saying that it, it becomes the reality. It does. It does. Because I, I am one of the funniest people out here. I so, agree. You know? I agree, too. Shit. I, I, get was, I was always it. told greatness is turning your, um, your, your illusions into reality. There's nothing greater than that. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Here's another Mike Tyson quote. I'm a dreamer. I have to dream to reach for the stars. And if I miss a star, then I grab a handful of clouds. That's pretty deep. Yes, this is true. <laughs> I know. There's I a lot start, of hard. I like start it. over again. <laughs> start over I love again. that. <laughs> oh. I got two more. All right. Well, maybe three more. Did you ever think you'd be on you Broadway in your life? Did you ever think that you would be on Broadway doing a show? Did that ever yeah. cross your mind? Really? Yes, I believe I can do anything I want. All right, I'm gonna be the I'm gonna be the cannabis king now. That's my next question. Now that I believe that. Why cannabis? Say, when did this start? Too. And and uh, what is it? Well, I've I've done cannabis my whole life. My mother gave me cannabis when I was a little baby. Try and liquor too. Try to make sure I go to bed or something. Cause I was always crying. <laughs> and um, I just always I just always did cannabis, and I did it because um, it made me totally more sufficient than I am when I wasn't using it. I was a nicer person. You can ask my family members, too, mm. when I'm using it than when I'm not using it. It just became a part of my life. Mm-hmm. It's the only podcast I didn't smoke on. I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, and trust, you know, trust, you know, you gotta I smoke. Get some, you, gotta, you know, I smoke, but, no, you know, but no, this, you gotta do. You, know, you gotta not get um, censored. You can get censored here, huh? I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. Can we get censored? Yeah, if you can't smoke, if you can't smoke, you can get censored. Oh, see, I don't, I don't, I don't know. We'll you're, find that. Look, you're a corporate lady now. You got corporations. Look, I gotta ask Judith that type of shit. Right, I, Judith. Trust me, if, if I could smoke in this motherfucker, I would. I oh, think you, you really, need. If you I smoke think this is a non-smoking one, building. I that's know, why. But if you smoke in this, this would be fucked. This motherfucker would be. Woo, nigga. It would be all kinds oh, of I'm alarms. I'm sorry, sorry. Nigga, okay. You're it would be all out. kinds of alarms come going on. Hey, what's up, Lenny? Nigga, cool. I, 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 it, I don't run the rules, so I'm fine with that. I mean, it's not a word nigga, I Nigga, use. nigga, 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 nigga. Leslie, um, we're going to have to count to you um, because... Uh, yeah. But I got some as have, many times you as tell I me can't on say my it. show. I cancel you. I can cancel people out. Yeah, exactly. yeah. I cancel God you. damn it. Mike, what God damn it. after the cannabis king, do you have a dream job? You've literally done everything. You've had a better career than I have. Do you want movies? Do you want TV? Do you wanna I don't know what what is in the realm of something that you haven't done that you always wanted to do? Is there anything out there that you still dream about? How can I help people? I'm oh, a I like that. for that stuff. Yeah. I love real people that need help. Mm-hmm. Don't, they don't have to be destitute, but want help and want to reach the highest potential in life. Speaking mm-hmm. tour, possibly. Motivational speaker. 
hey, um, that's cool too, but um, I'm one of those guys that I'm, I don't look at myself as a hero. I look at myself pretty much as an anti-hero. Yeah. You know, I'm not my, I'm not malevolent, but I'm just me. Mm-hmm. All right, I got one more thing to say. I have not, I have nothing but good thoughts about you. My friends have nothing but good thoughts about you. We've always rooted for you. You've always been, like I said, my heavyweight champ. And the last one I'll even really care about. And I'm white. So with all this shit that you've gone through and it, what, and I think a lot of people like this, they all root for you. They've always rooted for you and love you. Why do you think people are so intrigued by Mike Tyson, by this, by that story or the, the person that is Mike Tyson? I, I, I got it. This, <clears throat> I really don't know. But I know this, when shit happens and most people hide their head and embarrass, I'm still out there. My head is up. You still see me out walking around. I'm not hiding home. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm out there. I got my head. I'm out here. And, you know, I can't wear you. Go, where am I going to hide at? I think I'm, it, I'm coming outside, nigga. I think it's also some about, Les, you know, Le- Leslie has this, and you both have a similar in this way. There's an authenticity there that cannot be duplicated. Like the, the non filter, the rawness. Like, you've been through it and come through the other side. I think a lot of that resonates with a lot of people, kind of like what you're saying. You know, like, um, you you see it all. He's still there. You're still fighting. You're still up. At the, to use a boxing analogy. You got up off the canvas. You're still going. And they're still raising your hand at the end. Seems like yeah, you're still winning. But you, It's a real rock. story. you have story. to understand, you know, sometimes my fame, it, it obliviates my humanity. You mm. know, how are you going to really... You know, I try to fight. I go outside. I, I try to blind out. Everybody coming towards me, yeah. shake hands. That's tough. How can I be a good fighter? How can I raise my kids in that kind of chaos? Yeah, it's very hard. Chaos, yeah, know? well, everybody's got their, you know, you know, thing. Exactly. So this is interesting. When I go out, I wish I had a famous fight. When I go out and the crowds come, my kids move away. Mm. Can't find them on the outside. It's just, it's just not them. Yeah. Yeah. Not we them. share you yeah. with the world. Uh, well, yeah. Thanks no, for sh- I won't let nobody share me. Uh, my kids, I only belong to my children. <laughs> yeah, that's the only people I belong to. My children. Yeah. Now that's what else is there really at the end of the day, right? If you have kids, he that's got a kid. he knows. yeah. He believe knows. me, nothing gets in the way of me. Listen, I, I would normally say I don't give a fuck. But <laughs> you, have, you, have, you have to give a fuck. You gotta and give then a again, fuck. Again, some people have a bigger fuck you hand than you do. Mm-hmm. So you gotta be conscious of that. Mm-hmm. You know. Absolutely. Mike, I can't say enough about you, Mike. I'm a huge fan. Thank you so much for coming in and doing this. And, you know, I'm glad we check in with each other every 10 years. Lenny, Lenny. (laughs) Yeah. It's been ordained by God for us to get reacquainted. Yeah, it's great. I'm one of of those guys that believe it's it's been written already. Everything that happens has already been written. Yeah. I, yep. We're not done. Oh, listen, I see I us. Still, we'll see. I still, I, I still want us to write uh, the the War of Roses thing where we're married and we're both Xboxers. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> and the rose, and the rose is black. Yeah, so that's the old yeah. black rose. Yeah. The rose is black. Yeah, it's, I, I, we gonna write that shit. Uh, I love it. Thank you. Know what I feel about you. You know I love you, baby. Thank, thank you so much I for coming it. and doing I know this. this is my thank pleasure. So I can't much. wait to come here. Yeah, yeah. When I was sleeping down, said my wife, "No, get up. You gotta get up sleeping." <laughs> I'm a professional, baby. I'm a professional. I'm a good <laughs> I'm a professional. Only good things, Mike. You know thank you fun. so much. We'll be right thank back. Thank you so much, Mike. Right. Thank you, Lenny. Thank you, right? Lisa, <laughs> Lenny, and Lee, Ellen, out. Leslie, love and lust. <laughs> we'll be right back right after this. 
Love and lust. Bye. Well, Lenny, that's the end of the show. Thank you for listening to The Fuckery. It was an amazing conversation with Mike Tyson. Just remember, any photos or links to this episode will be posted to at Fuckery Podcast on Instagram. That's spelled F-C-K-R-Y. Took out the vowels for the kids. Podcast on all platforms. Send us your listener questions to fuckerypodcast at gmail.com. Letters and voice memos are welcome. If you want to follow Lenny, he's at Lenny Marcus NYC on all platforms. If you want to follow me, I am at Less Dog with four G's on Instagram. That's L E S D O G with three G's on Twitter, four G's on Instagram, and five G's on TikTok. Why, Lenny? Because you're a motherfucking G, son. That's right, motherfucker. <laughs> The Fuckery with Leslie Jones and Lenny Marcus was created by and stars Leslie Jones and Lenny Marcus. The show is produced by Judith Cargbo. Okay, filling in for our auto engineer, Jordan, is Abby Aguilar in Los Angeles. Our L.A. audio editor is Jordan Duffy. Our NYC audio engineer and board operator is Dance Paventa. Our production coordinator is Abby Aguilar. Music for the show is done by Marina Pais. This is an Earwolf production. Customer past me.